Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have filled this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. Okay, welcome back to another episode of In No Particular Order, the podcast where myself, Evan, the third host, and my co-host, D-Mac, we give you lists of our picks for the top five in no particular order of different topics in hip-hop culture. As I said, I'm Evan, the third host, and I'm joined by D-Mac. What's going on, bro? Not much, not much, man. It's out here, and out here enjoying this lovely weather we got out here in Texas. Shit, uh, not us. Um, is it like sunny out there and like just nice? Yeah, I'm saying it's hot. It's, don't get me wrong, it's hot, but it's not as humid. It's probably like ninety. But you can you can bear with it though. After you be with it, after you take one day of being outside for a little minute, after that ain't nothing. I want to hit a honey. That's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, here uh, for the past week it's been rain nine fucking stop uh, in. And in, in, in Detroit, that is like shut down the highways because like the highways are flooded. So I'm hoping that we're going to have the same shit we had last year, like where half my town is flooded. Yeah, yeah but it's been, it's been crazy, bro. Uh, and, and, and it's supposed to rain every day until the 4th of July. Well, including the 4th of July as we record this. Yeah, yeah this shit fucking crazy, man. Um, But We've been saying for the last couple of months that we're going to do our top five female MCs in, in, in no particular order, but things keep happening. We keep getting other ideas and kind of push that episode back, but we will do that eventually. But uh, we had the the great idea that's perfect for summertime, so where we're going to count down uh, our list, no particular order, of course, of songs that are great to ride to in your vehicle or to get you pumped up for your day and shit like that. Um, uh, and that's basically the criteria like songs that I've, I've ever rolled in the car to that got me hyped as I'm going out to the bars and shit um, as a young adult um, or songs it's a nice ride to with a group of people like to where you all know the lyrics and shit just keep bumping that shit um, I don't think that you and I are going to have any of the same choices this time yeah but, I don't think so either <laughs> but we'll see though but as always, so you typically go first. So, what is your first pick for the, the your top five best songs to ride to in no particular order? I'm started off with you know, the, I'm start off with some some Hove and Beyonce, some eight shit. Mm, okay. That's like that's okay. one. That's a that's a one that everybody that had you come going to the club. That, yeah. that's your, that could be your pregame. <laughs> your, your pregame. So that could be the after party song if you really want yeah. it. Yeah, it's one of those songs there that you ride out to, you buy to. Uh, I just heard it the other day, um, and I was just like, man, this, this. When they drop, I remember when they dropped this song. Everybody mm-hmm. was like, you know, Twitter, social media was just going crazy over it. Cause it was like, oh man, they coming out with an album, this and the third, blah blah blah. And the album was to me, it was okay. It was okay. I'm, I'm gonna say okay. But A shit was like the shit. Like, you could tell that Jay was right for Beyonce on that. Like, <laughs> and Migos, I, I, I believe. Yeah, Migos, Migos made the, the production. Mm. Cause that's why when you hear the, the do, 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 and, uh, yep. you know, you hear, uh, what's his name? What's that dude's name? Uh, Quavo? Quavo, yeah. Quavo say, you know, a little ad lib here and there, had, here and there. You know, that song and that video was epic too. Cause, you know, it was. They, they did it in Europe at that famous museum where all the paintings and stuff at. Cause as soon as after they did that damn video there, everybody in my wanted to go there. Like they, they increased the, uh, basically they increased, uh, people. Tourism? Come, yeah, tourism coming to that, uh, museum. And just all Jay-Z and Beyonce alone. Granted, it was, it was, 
the tourism was already there, but now with Jason and Beyonce, it's like really there. So mm-hmm. it's crazy what star power can do. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's that's uh, like a great choice, man. And uh, that's probably ten years newer than any of the songs that I picked, honestly, because the songs I picked are not very new. Because I was going, cause <laughs> I don't really like ride like that anymore. But, yeah, but that's that's a good choice. Um, but it leads me to uh, like a little tangent. Which is as we do here on this podcast. Um, how long do you think it's gonna be before we, we, meaning we as black people, stop letting Jay Z, uh, finesse us? What you mean? <laughs> what you mean? Cause, cause what Jay Z does is he, he's probably one of the best black marketing people True. in ever. He's probably the best ever. But what, what he does is he'll get us on board with a product. On um, like with a product, and then he like it just busts up. Yeah. The Brooklyn Nets, he, for like six months, he was all about it. like change fucking uniform and shit. Then he's stopped doing like his investment, like he's just moving on. Uh, with um, uh, with uh, Ace of Spades, I I don't think he talks about that anymore. With title, like he's on, no, he, t- sold, he sold title. Well, he sold a portion of the title, majority of it. That, yeah, like, th- that's my point. He got us as black people to get invested in it, although I, I had that free trial, and I honestly, Tyler had the worst fucking, yes. uh, what do you call it? Operation kind of layout? Yeah. yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> the worst. It, it was it was unusable, honestly. Yeah. But he, he got so many black people behind it, and then what do you do? Sell to the white man. <laughs> so how many more times are we going to let Jay-Z do this to us? And then, but, like, he was all on. This is the thing, though. When he's selling a portion of it or whatever, he's still, he making more money selling it, the, the portion, and then getting 20, having 20% into the company. Like, it's, it's basically kind of like, he, he just, it's just a, he's just a good business strategy, man. Like, a, a, a very business savvy. And he just strategically know how to move about, you know, carrying his weight around. Cause I know he had, uh, he had a club in New York. Yes. In 2020 to 4040? 4040, yeah. I think he still got it. I don't know. I don't even know if he got I think he has one still. Yeah, he had, you said like three or four. So yeah. One in yep, Vegas. Yep. And then I went to the one in Vegas. And, oh, oh, damn. Okay. And then after that, after a while, Vegas, but Vegas gonna play around. If you ain't making it, like booming, like making money about it, they will remove you. And you weren't making the money out of there, so. It was gone. Like, that shit was gone immediately. So, and it barely lasted a year. Maybe it's that, yeah. About a year. Hmm. But, nah, man, I just think he's just vision savvy and he do his thing. But the, the person I think that's, that, that's you, you, and then dump you is, I think that's PD. I, I really think that it's him. Yeah. It's him all the way. Yeah, um, and Diddy thinks that we're idiots now. Like, when he had that big speech at, like, the Grammys, or, or some shit talking about like, black ownership and like letting us have 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 a seat at the table and shit. And mm-hmm. then like uh, Mace called him out. Like yeah, Mace is one hundred percent right. Like Diddy, even though even if you mean well now, you can't say that being all the shit that, that you could have done correctly, but you chose to be on that fuck shit. Yeah. Diddy had power in all of those scenarios to give people good contract, but he chose to be like quote unquote the white man and fuck over his own people. So who wants to hear him talk about black ownership? Thanks. <laughs> because it's crazy. And then same thing like with uh, fucking Joe Buddy. People talk most about black ownership and all of the creators. They don't really care about black ownership or empowering people. They just want to get in those positions of power so they can fuck over people the same way that, that they got fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is terrible to me. Like, if you have the power to not fuck people over... Do them better than you were done, but they just do the same fucking cycle. But with with Jay, I'm just saying that he gets us behind these products and makes these products successful. Then he sells them off to someone else and just moves on. So he doesn't really uh, keep any of these products or projects and keep the fan base that, that he garnered for these products. He just moves on. And like, to me, it's kind of fucked up. It's good for him. I think the the main thing he do keep is literally like his record label. <laughs> Excuse me. And then the uh 
the record label, and then you also end up having the, uh, what do you call it? The, um, it's, it's the agency. Agency. No, sports agency is part of Rock Nation. Yeah, it's, true. It's, 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 it's crazy. That's why Rock Nation is so diverse. Like, you, you got sports agency, you got artists, recording artists, you know, all that stuff. Uh, Mariah Carey just left, left that, left Rock Nation over, I guess, I guess she felt like she wouldn't get men's right, which is weird, but whatever. I just think she's just so bougie. I'm like, why don't you just get your own shit? In my eyes, yep. anyway. Cause, but she, she don't wanna, she don't wanna do the lead work. That's all mm-hmm. that is. So. But, uh. Nah, with Ace of Spade, though, he ended up sounding partial to, uh, Moet. Hennessy Moet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was it Louis Vuitton, Hennessy Moet? When he did that, but that was, I think he was trying to do that from the get go, off the rip. That, I think that was the ultimate plan anyway. But after everybody started buying it, and it would brought out his brand even more because it was a part of the, 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 the luxury shit. So, and one thing too is the sidebar too. Mm-hmm. One thing mm-hmm. too I hate is that, you know, people do, when people think Hennessy, everybody think ghetto and this, that, third, black, earth, whatever. But I'm like, Hennessy is actually a luxury ass fucking cognac. I was like, it's yes. a part of a fucking brand of Louis yes. Vuitton, Moet. Like, come on now. Like, it, 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 I bet you when people didn't know that until when they said Louis Vuitton, Moet, and then they show Ace of Spade was going to be a part of their branding. When they found out Hennessy was part of it, a lot, a lot of people probably was like, damn, I didn't know that. <laughs> Which begs the question: How did Hennessy become so accessible to black people? Hennessy calls though too. Do it, okay? Because yeah, yeah. I, I I I don't like dark liquor. Hennessy calls, bro. Hennessy calls like off the rip is like thirty five, thirty six dollars. So you technically oh, about to be paying forty dollars just for a fit. Damn. So I hate Hennessy, bro. Yeah, it's expensive. I, I Hennessy does nothing for me. And then um, this might be too graphic, but for like. The ladies out there, if I drink Hennessy, I can fuck. For, I get hard as fuck. I can fuck for thirty seconds, and my dick is done for the night. I give him a good ass thirty seconds, bro. But my dick is done. Oh. But uh, okay. So my first pick is a song. Well, where where do I want to go first? Um. Okay, my first song came out around, I think in between 12th grade and my first year of college, which would have been your, right before he went to like the military. Uh, it was by a, a very underground hip hop group who made a mark for themselves. But this is when they went mainstream, and they went mainstream, but they still kept their rawness, but it had just had better beats and better promotion. And the song and, and, and implored us to bust a nigga head, smack a bitch, and shoot the club up. And that song is, of course, You Don't Want No Drama, or it could just be called No Drama, by 8Boy and MVG, Pimp Tight yeah. himself. That shit was cold as fuck. That beat was fucking cold as fuck. The flow, yeah, that classic. song is a near-perfect song. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a classic right there. Classic hook, the verses, the verses were impeccable, the fucking beat, that beat just fucking goes yeah, so that's hard. Yeah, like, because that's was on it. Now we proceed. Yeah, <laughs> that might have been a, like the weakest part of the song, like the PDD ad libs. But 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 other than that, that shit went hard as fuck. And then uh, the, there's not much else I can say to it. But if you haven't heard the song, do yourself a favor and go find that shit on fucking any of your streaming uh, apps. Cause that shit go hard as fuck. Cause again, it's crazy that a group who was so big in the in, in the underground can come to a mainstream label. Well, it was Bad Boy South, which only had them, I believe. <laughs> I can't think anybody else was on Bad Boy South. But, um, and then for P. Diddy, being a fucking New York nigga, to get niggas from the down south and have them have an album that good, because that album was good. That whole that, that whole project was, a, honestly, a classic. Yeah, that did. It did slap. That whole, that whole motherfucking clap, slap, uh, slap. Like, then they had that, uh, Cause then on a video it had like that transition to that that don't make don't make me kill me kill no motherfucking body in here in here I'ma take two shots 
Somebody then make me hot. Yeah, I do remember that. Cold as fuck, bro. And like, if you had a car that had bass in it, which I didn't, but I had several friends that had bass in their shit, that shit fucking knocked. Yeah, it did. You ride, like, you ride through the hood, you be going to like a party or some shit, you pull up with playing that shit, you gonna turn some heads. You might get shot at. <laughs> Back in those days. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's a perfect song to ride to. So like, yeah, that's where uh, I want to start. Uh, and Fat Boy and, and, and Pimp Type, uh, I think it was just called Drama, maybe. So. But yeah, but that's that's definitely like my first um, entry. I... All right. So, what is your second entry? My second one, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go old school with okay. uh, back in our ninth grade year, eighth grade maybe. Mm, okay. I think ninth grade because I remember hearing this on the radio by clockwork and it was Nelly E I. Mm, and yep. every time you this is like a summertime thing. Every time when they you say the hit, right? Under there, under there might be E I E You can just hear uh oh all through the damn street, like everybody play uh oh it was crazy. And, and, that shit was burning. You know, the, the thing I like about that song and it's it with Nelly in general, the melody. It's yes. catchy, the melody, you know, you know, it, it gets the vibe going and then you, you, you like you own it. It, it, uh, it, it kind of reminds me, it actually kind of reminds me of like some team, some key pain shit. That's a, that's like just a little mm. sidebar. And the reason yeah. why I say that is because T pain came in at the right time. T pain like literally, Auto tune came in for him, and he just did it his own way, and killed it. And then everybody was like, "Oh shit!" Some people say it was bad for the culture. Some people say it was good for the culture. I think it was good, preferably. The people say it was bad was just mad because they couldn't do it. <laughs> That's the reason. It was why. good for T Pain. It's bad for the culture in the sense that other motherfuckers try to copy off him, and that's something that his the T Pain sound isn't a sound everybody should try to. Duplicate. Yeah. It's something that only T-Pain sh- should have done. Now, th- there were some people who did it decently, but yeah, it was overused. But T-Pain is a scapegoat that I feel is, is innocent. Yeah, he really is. He is. But yeah, but back, but, uh, back to what I was saying, like, yeah, the sound was different. His, and his sound, Nelly's sound was unique at that time frame. He killed it. He killed mm-hmm. it with, like, he ain't no hardcore. He ain't really. He he's a good, you know, rapper. He's an okay rapper, but it's just yeah. the melody and the flow to his shit is just the the key to his success. So that's honestly, honestly, mommy, yeah, yeah. Every time you can hit, hear it, everybody heads be rocking, heads be rocking, females be flocking. It's yeah, it's whew, it's one of those things that I'm I know. Throughout his success, that you know is gonna that's definitely carried him for a lifetime, and that's literally off of an album, his first album that went diamond. So that lets you know how yep. good it was. If mm-hmm. His first album went diamond off the rip. And no one no, it's only I don't even know how many uh, grab artists. All I know is I, I could just name two off the rip. No, not him and them like not even two. Him did it like two or three times. Two. Yeah. Yeah, he did like two or three times, but just, but Eminem didn't do his first album, Diamond. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think no, yeah. nobody has done that. Nobody. So. 50. 50, yeah. 50, 50 did do it. Yep. 50, 50 did do it. But other than that. But yeah, but that's what man. Yeah, um, that's definitely, uh, uh, I like a great choice, man. Yeah, because, uh, Although Nelly's career didn't go the way that uh, we hoped or yeah, he hoped, yeah. <laughs> but uh, when EI came out, cause like like the first two Nelly albums ain't had no misses, bro. Mm-hmm. Everything came out, everything came out the whole was a hit. And um, I saw a video of 
two uh, elderly Anglo-Saxon people, like a couple, doing like karaoke at a bar singing, uh, no matter what I do, and they was in it. Like, they was into it, bro. Like, <laughs> these people who are not in Nelly's demographic side, maybe they went back after Nelly started doing like these country songs and shit, but they was killing that fucking, uh, that fucking, uh, a karaoke. Killing. Yeah, but definitely a good choice. And definitely not, not anything that, that I would have thought of, but yeah, like, you're definitely correct. Uh, so next, let me pull up my list. My list is actually still kind of evolving. I might take something out, put something in. But, um, let me see. So my next one came out in probably 2008 or nine, And it was off of a massively successful album. And this was like the hood single that eventually became a single and had a video. It was a terrible video. Um, but it, it was a song that I definitely have, have wrote to numerous times. And one of the only rap songs that I can say that I know 80% of the lyrics. And it was also a song that featured, uh, a guest spot for someone at the time I didn't like, but now I, there, there are decent rappers with me. So I'll just do two quotes from it and then I, I'll tell you what the song is. Nice. So what the first quote was by, um, the guest artist, but, the show kind of his range and his humor and him taking a very uh, sweet topic and making it just brutal and vile. But he said, Tony Braxton's type of rifle making never breathe again. Which was a, a hot ass line. <laughs> he took the, like the song from, from Tony Braxton, breathe again. Yeah. He said, that's how his, his sniper rifle is. <laughs> it's going to make him never breathe again. And then the, the main artist, uh, one of his best little bars in there, he said, uh, Damn, how does it go? I'll take your bitch from you and and make enough for me and fuck with me and kill for me and steal for me in the course it'd be your cast. Then I'm gonna murder that bitch and send her body back to your ass. That that's a movie. That like like those bars, that's a whole fucking movie, bro. That's just fucking deep as fuck. It tells a whole story. He took some dude bitch, turned her out, had her fucking fucking <laughs> sucking and then killing and stealing and she stole his cash. Then he murdered her. He murdered the, the a young lady and, and then dropped him back. They dropped her dead body off on the dude porch. That's a fucking movie, bro. That is a movie and a cautionary tale. But that song is a is of course steady mobbing by Lil Wayne. Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I was trying to put it together. I was like, man, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't even. Damn. Yeah, he did it. That, and that shit, I still rap too. Yeah. To this day, bro. Like, I, I play that shit for a whole half hour ride home one day. Cause, and the song's like fucking five minutes long, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it works. Like, it's not boring at all. Because Wayne has like five verses to fucking, uh, Gucci has a half a verse, but it's a good half a verse. Yes. But Wayne has like five verses. And then, like, that's, that's also like the, uh, the, Famous song where he says, Ten bathrooms I can shit all day, nigga. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, shit. That shit is funny, though. Yeah, he did. <laughs> That's one of the most quotable songs of all time. In that time period, everybody was quoting some line from that song. Uh, yeah. Like it could have been the uh, take that knife out the AK and cut these niggas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man, yeah. Uh, that song is probably the funnest song on my list. Although, as I said, like that bar that I just told you from um, Wayne is terrible in terms of like the content. Is that that's crazy as fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that song is, is, is the beat fucking go hard, and as he gave props to the cane on a bay, and if I got around and leave a naked brace on the street, ooh, I pop that pussy, take it to my bedroom and pop that pussy. Oh yeah, we be steady. Nah, man. Whoa, keep side, baby. What the fuck is up? Is Goose Man Left Leave? <laughs> just cut off these niggas' fingers. 
Tony Braxton's type of rap, make it never breathe again. Leave that nigga fuck him. <laughs> but yeah, um, again, um, if you haven't heard that song, you should be ashamed of yourself out there in the audience. But if, but if you haven't, definitely give yourself a five minutes and thirty eight seconds to go and watch that and hear the song. The video, like I said, is not that good. That video was filmed on like a a home video camcorder from nineteen ninety six. <laughs> that, that video was a quality of a No Limit album cover. <laughs> yeah, for real. But this song, amazing. Oh, shit. And perfect to write, too, obviously. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Alright, what is uh, your third pick? My next one, this might be one of your picks. Okay. <laughs> This is uh another another anthem, another good anthem song. Uh, I don't even know what year. Ninety eight, ninety nine. I don't think it's two thousand yet. It's uh Big Pimpin', Spinning G. Oh. Yeah. That's not on my list but like that's definitely like a good ass one. Heck yeah. I I'm a, I gotta have you do the course for me, do the Tennessee verse for me. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling out, looking up, putting dick up in your slut. <laughs> now, that putting dick up in your slut was also a bar that people kept saying for years. Yeah. Riding oh, down, yeah. pulling up, putting dick up in your slut. All my car got living wood in my... Who we call it butt. If I wasn't grabbing baby, I was... <laughs> yeah, he has the most memorable verse on him to me. Like, yeah, oh, by far. It's, it's like when he come in there and it's just like boom and, and to me and it just literally set it sets off the whole full circle it sets off the whole song the yep. whole video like I hated that what's name did they extend it to the video he he should have just left it to where it was because he ended up it, it, because under the video they got one where it ends it right there but then they got another one where it extends it and he, and Daisy saying something about Pamela Pamela Anderson Lee, yep. MTV Seminar B and Sandra Anderson Lee, yeah. And I was like, he could let that shit out. He could just let that shit full circle go boom and we'd be done with that shit. Oh yeah. And then I heard the story too about uh I heard another story I heard the story from actually it was from too short mm-hmm. about that. Cause remember, I remember you was telling me about the whole video of where, like, Pimpsey didn't want to do it. He didn't want to, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. he felt like it was like selling out and type of shit, mainstream, and you know what I'm saying? And, uh, was it too short? He said, he came out there and diffused. He said, yo, I can't stop diffuse that shit. Cause he thought, I knew Jeff. Yep. And he said, you know, he said, Bum B and, uh, Pimpsey. And he was just talking to Pimpsey, like, hey man, nah, let's go out here and get this money. Like, go out here. You know what I'm saying? Vacation, this, that, the third. Cause he said he, he was all going, paid for. Yeah, he was just like, bro, we, we gonna be chilling this shit straight, man. He was like, yo, Jake food, this, that, that, we gonna go out here and kick it. And he was like, and, and, and he was like, trust me, if you don't like it, think it this way. It's so many damn women out here, it won't even matter. He ain't gonna matter. And that's exactly what he told me. He was like, dude, it was just so many women out there. It was like, it was ridiculous. He was like, man, he was like, you could not get mad at that damn. You could not be mad, period. Because this is like, it's yeah. too many females out here. I was like, damn. <laughs> and, and, and a, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And apparently, that's when um, Pimp C fucked Gloria Velez and everybody was hating on him because uh, Jay, Jay tried to get her, he couldn't get her. Dane tried to get her, he couldn't get her. But Pimp C got her. <laughs> Him and Aaron Hall. But yeah, uh, that's definitely a great choice. And then, like, that had to be, yeah, seventh grade, uh, I, I want to say. Yeah, it was like seventh nine, or late 90s. Because I, yeah, I, I remember that song. <laughs> and, and that's probably, that that was the song when JC got really big. Like, got, like, mainstream big. Well, yeah. that and, uh, and, and Hard Knock Life. Yep. Those two, because I, I remember when that song came out, it was so popular. Jim Carrey was on Jay Leno, and he quoted that song on Jay Leno. <laughs> that's what I knew, that's what I knew fucking Jay-Z had made. 
Like, like this nigga Jim Carrey is talking about bad time, man. Fan the kids. <laughs> That's when I knew that fucking Jay had made it. Because, because fucking Jay was like, who? Huh? Who? I'm like, who's Jay Z? What are you talking about? Huh? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, that's definitely a great choice. Um, I'm gonna keep it kinda in that same camp. And I'm gonna go with next. This, this is definitely my newest song on here, I believe. Yeah, cause this is probably 2011. It, yeah, yeah, cause I, I remember the girl that I was dating when the song came out. But this song featured at the time, most of the hottest rappers, one of them from uh, Detroit, who I don't like at all, who I'm on record of saying that this rapper is trash. Um, that song is, and it also had a weird sample that sounded like Buddha when I first heard it. And that song is Mercy by Kanye West, Big Sean, Two Chains, of that's it. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was anybody else on that? Uh... Maybe, oh, uh, Push the Teeth. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You go. That was like me. That's me making sounds of how like this verse was. Yeah, but Lamborghini mercy, yo bitch, she's so thirsty. <laughs> but it, that shit went hard as fuck. And the beat was cold. It was different at the time. It changed the game. And that motherfucker knocked too. So you play that. You play that home in your car. A fucking shit was gonna be rattling. And you're gonna turn some fucking heads. And it had, besides Big Sean, incredible verses all the way, all the way through. <laughs> yeah, this Big Sean, no play, you know what I mean? No, no love. Make that ass slap. That's an ass quake. Say, they, they, they don't we do this every day, yay. I work too hard, I need a vacay. Now we got in Paris, yeah, and I'm parasailing. I give her that deep. That's where I'm born and raised it. <laughs> It's fucking, it's fucking first grade level cars. Hey, he, he didn't agree more than that. Nah, uh, at least no, I think so. No. I, I feel like, yeah. No, not at all. No, no, no. Okay, L- let me stop. Uh, as a kiss and Captain. Uh, he has had some better. So- he 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 has had some good songs since then. I will give him that because a bounce back was a uh, good. Uh, the one song about grandma, that uh, grandma, that that was that was a dope song. I liked it that one. That was a more of a story. It was a storytelling song in a way. That's why yeah. I was like, I had to get props on it because he didn't evolve, but it just to me, he just don't have the. I know we get sidetracked. He just don't have the uh, right. He just ain't, he just ain't hit the right album yet, man. I think he can leave one of these albums on hip him and it's on sale. But I think his marketing, whoever marketing him sucks. The rollout is terrible. You know, you, yeah, you can, you got that shit way better than what, how you got it, man. Like, the one that had like the black cover in the rain that obscured his face, that's his best album. Yeah. They had the, yeah, uh, yeah. They had it way up. I feel blessed. What was that called? Blessed? Yeah. yeah. It had, it had, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with you on there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, bounce back and I don't fuck with you had terrible verses, but the beat and, and the hooks made it good. But uh, bless was actually a good song. Yeah, all the way through. Um, but yeah, but uh, fuck mercy was definitely a slap. Uh, cause it cause that's when that's probably that's probably like the last year that I still kind of listen to the radio. Um, like I mean like regular radio, and that song that song was a heavy rotation. And that shit, when I first heard it, I was like, what the fuck is this? But, but, after like, maybe two lessons, like, this shit is cold as fuck. <laughs> and I'm still waiting for that, uh, Cruel Summer album. Cause that was Cold Winter, I think it can't, like, no, it was, <laughs> that album was, was that Cruel Summer or was it Cold Winter? I can't even remember. One of those two. I'm still waiting for the other one. Like the bookend of that. It's not gonna happen, obviously. I think it was Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer, yeah, yeah, it was, it was for sure. Um, 
Yeah, so that's my uh, next choice, Mercy by the uh, Good Music Family. Yeah, I think it did slap, though. We'll say that. Oh my god, they're swerving! Alright, my next one is... I feel like I'm I'm going like Jay-Z retired over here, but... (laughs) (laughs) But Jay-Z just had some slaps, man. But this one is another combination with Jay-Z. And, okay. I, and I'm gonna go niggas in Paris with your boy Kanye mm. West. Yeah, that that was a that was one that you know that album was before time. Let me just say yeah, that way before definitely. time. <laughs> definitely, that album was like slapped. And that song right there, it was like the rollout to it is. The beat, the beat, the production was good, but that was the one song I can say that I, I feel though Kanye West's verse was way better than Jay's, which was kind of shocking. I agree. And I don't know if he wrote it himself or somebody else wrote it for him. I don't know, but all I'm gonna say is that shit was hidden. Like man, when you hear that, ding, 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 ding. that shit cracked. <laughs> When he, what did he say? Uh, I'm trying to think. What did he say? Did he say, what's she 50 said, grand? Jack and we can... Oh, go ahead. What's 50 grand to a real nigga? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, like, his verse, his verse that good. Because the verse... Jay's verse was good, but it wasn't as quotable as Kanye's. Exactly. Yeah. She said, Jack and we get married at the mile. I said, first you need the ball. What do you like? What's, what's that? Something for your ball. She said... She, no, she said, I had to... She said... I had to take it. We went to, to go to the bathroom and show me, show me that. I'm like, Dang, I can't even think of it off the rip. Show me that you want it all or something like that. Yeah. Uh say gay, say gay. No, no, that's that's not that song. But yeah, but it did like it had that quote from uh, uh from Will Ferrell in it. Yeah. It was cold as fuck. Yeah, that shit. That shit was cold as hell. Also, a seemingly perfect song. Yeah. Then I remember them doing it at the, uh, they did it at the, this, um. Like a fashion show? Yeah, fashion show, yeah. And, and, and that was dope. And it was in Paris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go figure. And then it also had the, um, incredible quote when, um, Kanye was being interviewed by Zane Lowe, and he was like, Exactly. Like, yeah, Kanye. Do you want to know why I made the song A Niggas in Paris? Like, yes, yeah, of course. Cause niggas was in Paris! That shit had me rolling, bro. <laughs> Cause niggas was in Paris! Wow! You know what I'm saying? Cause niggas was in Paris! That shit was so funny for me, bro. He said, what's 50 grand to a motherfucker like me with these piece of money? Fall so hard. There you go. Awesome. Yep, 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 yep. Man, yeah, man, that was the one for... Boozy girl, grab her hand, fuck that bitch and want to dance. Yeah. That, that's that's going to be one song. I'm, that, that, hell, I was bumping that yesterday, actually. I don't even know what kind of stumble I kind of stumbled between bump, bumping that because I was bumping some Team Pain too. Mm. <laughs> I mean, like Team Pain had some slaps though. Like he had like a little pocket, maybe like six or seven slaps. Yeah, he did. He had some. Uh, I think I was been bumping Team Pain because when I found out that uh, the one song "I'm in Love with Stripper" was literally, he said he made that song talking about his homeboy. Mm-hmm. It, 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 when you, then now, when I think about it, I go back to listening to it. The lyrics do sound, <laughs> it do sound like you're talking about somebody. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. back when it came out, it made him sound like a simp. Yeah, yeah. But it was still kind of catchy because there's been moments that we've all kind of been there. But then, like, us not being simps, like, okay, no, no, no. See, obviously, I like just with my money, but it's been a second. Like, damn, I think I, I, I think that I want to build a whole life with this chick. Yep. Stripper <laughs> or not. 
So like, I definitely get it. Um, yeah, but that's that's like a yeah, that's my fourth pick. That's another great choice. Um, okay. Um, so this one is gonna also be Kanye. Uh, but Kanye is only on the hook. But this is back when Kanye was doing beats for for other people, and the beats was cold as fuck. And this song is what me and some friends used to play, writing to uh, I I I remember we played it going to the fireworks in, in Bay City, and I and I and I remember that we played it like on repeat, uh, going to Mount Pleasant to visit some of our friends who uh who were going like to see a mute, and I I okay, I okay. I vividly remember. I said, like, no, bro, play that whole one more time. Then they went, like, no, what, man, play that shit two more times. So, like, the whole ride, they kept playing that shit with fucking auto window sound, bro. So, like, this again was probably 2004 or five. It was from the uh, album entitled Purple Haze, the only good song on Purple Haze. And that is Down and Out by Cameron featuring Kanye. Oh, yeah, yeah. Down, down. Yeah, that's the only good song on that goddamn album. <laughs> Kanye said, they're trying to say we did And then, like, the end of the hook went, our girl is the models and they pussies the juices. Not the juiciest, but the juices. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, really... That was the Kanye sorry, right there. And honestly, that song is only good because of the hook and Kanye, because, uh, Cam verses aren't that hot. Like it would touch me, tease me, catch with the shit. But I think that 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 might have been one of the first songs where Cameron kept doing his weird uh, assemblies. Like I keep the cutest Putin and like all that shit. Yeah, yeah, it was. But uh, and then I think the hook featured Selena Johnson, who was uh, who did the hook on All Falls Down as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but hook wide, that shit just fucking slapped. And you had and we played that shit over and over again, bro. That shit was amazing. Yeah, that is, that, that, that song slap. Yeah, you you write on all three levels. Yeah, that song slap only good song on that album. Kanye <laughs> West and the production really what made that song popping. And yes, Cameron was really saying that laughy cappy like Donald Duck, <laughs> blah blah blah. Like, like I'm friends with that. <laughs> <laughs> Laffy taffy, baffy waffy, you can sick our friends to death. Flay front stones, you can say I roll some stones. <laughs> they trying to say we down, down. Our girls is the models and they pussies are juices. Cold. <laughs> Cold as fuck. Cold as fuck. Um, yeah, but that's a pretty simple one for me. Um, who is your fifth choice in this list? Uh, the choice I'm gonna go with uh, this is more updated. Uh, it's the uh, Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Humble. Off the yeah the the, the classic album. Classic <laughs> yeah. album, yeah. And I the just, great American rap album. Yeah, and I just remember from um, this how the beat hit, and then he just started rapping. Oh man! Hey, just... hey. <laughs> you see, I remember it was syrup sandwiches. Syrup sandwiches. Yep. Oh man! And that's also a one where it got controversial. Well, some media was made controversial because he said yep. he'd rather have a girl with basically a natural butt instead of these girls that have injection this, injection that. And he was like, he's really telling it what it was, how it was, you know. Go natural. You ain't gotta have all that extra stuff and this, that, and the third. Like, all these women trying to, you say you want a man who love you for you. Well, hey, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> but yeah, now, you're right. But yeah, the beat, the beat was off the chain. The lyrics was off the chain. Uh, the video was good. Dave Myers, I know he made the video. Yeah, yeah, it was just overall rollout. And again, too, I gotta say this. It's all about marketing your album and putting it out like how you need how you need to uh, to, to get the get the get that good vibe and that wing going because if not 
you don't have gonna be trash. Like if he would just drop that, it was like okay, he had a hot um. But I literally think the marketing and everything brought the album out way better than what what it was. Yeah. Like and just like man, it was just like with the J Cole, same thing. Like the rollout, boom, and then hit the road and go hit the uh hit the road running full speed ahead. It was easy for him. And he also said, my left stroke just went viral. Which is cold as fuck. Yeah, um, that's definitely a good choice. And uh, honestly, I wish I would have thought about newer songs like that. Because, yeah, because you're bringing up songs that are newer. Like, all my songs are like 20 years old. But, yeah, but that that's a song that's more contemporary. So you can definitely fucking ride. Because that, that fucking beat. Because, uh... D- I'm on record for not being a huge fan of the California beat style, but that that yeah. that, that beat was uh, uh, the essence of a California beat, but it's a palatable to me. Don't don't no no no. Because I had like that Dr. Dre uh, bounce to it, but like I, I'm pretty sure like that was probably mustard, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that was mustard. Yeah, I don't think that was Dr. Dre. No, it definitely was. Oh, um, and. This proves that unlike 50 and Eminem, Kendrick was able to get that Dre co-sign, but was able to still have hits when Dre didn't do much beats for him. Because honestly, the uh, Dr. Dre and Kendrick songs aren't that good to me. He had a song, Money, Clothes, and Women. That song was trash. Super <laughs> trash. Are uh, you talking about the, the recipe? Or the yes. 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 N- not good. In my humble opinion, not good. Yeah, yeah, man, but like you got some, you, you had five bangers on there, bro. Definitely five bangers. Um, all right, so for my last one, I'm trying to decide which which one of these two I'm going to use. Uh, I might do a little honorable mention out there, but I'm going to do uh, um, the song that talked about being in a town where the skinny niggas die, hey! and that is the Dipset anthem. I'm moving along with the sound of dollars. I can't take it out of way. Listening to gangster music. Hey! <laughs> yeah, you is going back. <laughs> that was also like 2004 or five. Mm-hmm. But that, but but that fucking beat out. Like Dipset in 2004 ish had the hottest beats in rap. Yeah, no. Had like the soul beats had like the good samples in there. And then, like, they just went hard as fuck. And that song, because that song told a whole story. It, it, it spotlighted fuck a Julio Santana, who is probably one of the most underutilized rapper, and, like, had the most potential that was not fucking seen through all the way. Yeah, for real. Because fucking Joel was hot back there, bro. He was hot in the fish grease, bro. Because he killed that song. Because I think that whole song was, uh, I, I was a uh, Joel, wasn't it? I think I think it was majority of it was staff cock and math. That song just fucking went, bro. Uh, So I was gonna choose between that and Santana's anthem. Uh, Jewel's dip dip. Santana set set. Body grip grip. Nigga tech text. Who you with with? Throw your set dip set dip set dip set. Wow. (laughs) But uh. I chose uh, the, the the Dipset anthem because it was overall. Uh, I think it kind of it banged better if it was you and, and your group of friends in the car together because that shit fucking went. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I think that uh, Cameron had the second verse, but uh, or maybe it was Jewel's Cam that, and then Jewel again. Because in terms of the culture of that time, people they had the hottest crew and they had the hottest beat and the fucking Dipset. Immunity 1 and 2 were fucking, to me, classics. To me, I think they just came out, to me, they came out the right time. It was yes. the right time. Perfect time. Perfect, Perfect time. Perfect time. Because, like, they had their own swag, their own fashion, their own fucking sayings, and fucking Jim Jones doing good-ass videos for them back then. I know. Balling. <laughs> Balling. And then, it's crazy to me, um... As a side note, but this is a tangent. This is on topic. How improved Jim Jones is, is, is a rapper now? I now I think he's good. Back then he was trash. <laughs> like fucking uh, like fucking certified gangster with game. 
Yeah. That shit was trash. It was kind of good because of the game and the beat, but in terms of his rapping ability, I like, Nick, get back behind the camera and keep doing the fucking videos, nigga. And it's also cool that fucking Jim Jones able to, without any, I think, prior training or knowledge, be able to make really good videos for Dipset. Yeah. It's a shame that, like, that crew has just had so many issues. Yeah, I know. Because they were probably one of the most talented all-around groups. Because uh, with, uh, with, uh, with regular Rockefeller, not state property, Jay was it. Jay and Kanye. Yeah. Because <laughs> fuck Myth Bleak trash. Yeah. He got left for dead. I've actually felt yes. bad for him, but he literally got left for dead. Emil? I mean, unless he had like them songs with Jay that was hot, but yeah. that was it. Uh, fucking Krypton? Trash. Watching my life go down. <laughs> 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 fucking, uh, uh, fucking Young Guns. They had that two or three song. Yeah, Don't stop giving me your love. Yeah. Yes, trash overall. Cause there's no better love. I think I'm Mike Whitefoot. You know, part of rock with soup, Mike Nyker. My niggas like her, which it was, which was a recycled verse from Jay. Mm-hmm. But Dipset, everybody in there had, had talent and skills. Like a fucking Jared Ryder, the writer of all writers. <laughs> a fucking Hell Rail. I don't know. I mean, they did have uh, like Benny Seagull. Benny Seagull was nice. But and State Property was nice. And Freeway was now, nice. Now, yeah, 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 like the whole State Property is pretty nice, but to me, like that's like a a fucking a, a different group within the group. No, I see, I see. But if you just put like their leader Beanie, yeah, like Beans was fucking cold as fuck, but fucking depressing. Like Beans was almost yeah. like fucking DMX level of fucking yeah, depressing bars. <laughs> like, bro, I feel sorry for your life. You had a fucked up life, my guy. Um, yeah. So that's. The, Again, if you haven't heard the song Dipset Anthem, I think you should definitely get out there, especially if you are a ASAP Rocky fan, because part of his swag was definitely inspired by Dipset. Yeah, no definitely. Yeah, like his old crew is is kind of like a like new version of, of Dipset, the Rocky Gang. Yeah, nah, you're right. But they aren't, in my opinion, because I'm an old nigga. They aren't as good as a, a Dipset. Yeah. Cause Cam was the only nigga and the first nigga who could, who could wear pink, pink and not be called a faggot. I mean, a F word. That's probably not to, I pressed that word out. But, and, and back in the olden times when we weren't as progressive as we are now, um, Cam was on, it was the only motherfucker who could wear pink and had other niggas wear pink nah. in real life. And it didn't work. You still doing that too. Are they? Yeah, yeah. I got them on my, uh, Instagram. Like, he's trying to sell some certain stuff, and some of oh. it's, like, pink, purple. He's pink, yeah, but yeah. Pur- it's, like, purple, whatever. So, he's trying to, like, because yes. he, he know. He already know, like, how he was marketing and shit, and everybody was like, oh, yeah. I'm about to wear the pink hat. Y'all thugged out. Yeah, because Cam tried to come back and do, during, like, during, like, the Purple Haze album, he tried mm-hmm. to change the pink to purple, but that didn't work as well. <laughs> but that pink worked, man. Um, yeah, but... Dipset Anthem fucking changed the game too, because that's something that's something that we were all waiting for too. And they fucking stuck the landing. There you go. Okay, so uh, that's both for our list, man. And I think it's a good fucking list. Yeah, me too. No overlap, but definitely brought us some songs that I didn't think of uh, that definitely fit. Um, do you have any um any honorable mentions? Uh, nah, I think I pretty much hit the nail on the coffin the majority of them, though, to be honest with you. That's um, right. Because I was kind of going out the box of the update, my old with the new. Mm-hmm. So. 
Uh, one song that I, I kind of want to um, add, well, a few quick hits. Uh, Wankster. Okay. In the club. In the club, I would say that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first Young Buck single. Which, I forgot how it went, but I do remember writing to it, though. Oh, yeah, I forgot how that went, too. I know you're going to let me shine and get mine. I know you're going to let me in with this nine. Also, that, uh, the, the, the little scrappy song when he was with G-Unit and Lil John. How did that shit go? I remember it ended with 50. Got me. Lil John. Got me. Some motherfucking mama. Yeah. It went boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, let me get that shit real quick. Bit, that shit was also a slap. <laughs> How'd that shit go? Because that was after, uh, that was Scrappy first single by himself and not as part of, um, the crime mob shit. Little Scrappy songs. Not that crime uh, They only had, like, a couple hits here and there, but the part of the album, that shit was crazy. Trash. Both both sides of the album were trash. Yeah. What it is? How? What's up? Can a nigga get in them guts? In guts. That was all how to really catch a nut. Give me your number. Now call. I'll call. <laughs> now follow that ass in the mouth. In the mouth. Jazzy Faye, man. Jazzy Faye. <laughs> I want to do some producing. That dude, he, me he was cold, bro. He, he was cold as fuck. I can't find what the song was. Uh, I found the album, but I can't find what it was. Oh, money in the bank. Show that what's your thing. Money in the bank. Show that what's your thing. That shit was a slap too, but like that was also like a good honorable mention. Hell yeah. Money in the bank. Show that what's your thing. And also, Young Buck Stomp. They had, uh, fucking Luda and, what was it? And T.I. on the same song talking about each other. I lie. L.O. Cool J. Uh, with, uh, that song had with Cannabis. Like, where they talk about each other on, uh, all like on the same song. <laughs> Stomp. But okay, uh, that's it for this episode. Um, do you, okay, next we gotta do a summit. Cause that's typically, typically what we do. Yeah. Or, we kind of had like had like a couple summits in a row though, so we got to go to the top the top five email thing. Yeah, right, we got to finally we gotta finally get that shit done. But not that well. Um, yeah, so, yeah. So, so we'll do that for next month, which will be the August episode. Yeah, but um, yeah, and by then the podcast network.